0: Yo, it's AJB4, Scrubville Podcast. I know I've been gone for a minute. Life has been crazy, but I'm back now with a review of Iron Fist Season 2. So, uh, it took me a little bit um, to watch all of this. I think I started about a week and a half ago. Whenever it came out, that's when I started watching it. I was really impressed by the first two episodes. Um... I was like when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, man, this is this is on a whole nother level than season one, Uh, because I was really disappointed in season one, Um, especially at the first five to six episodes. There was pretty much nothing going on and it didn't get kind of good until like the sixth or seventh episode and it still had tons of issues. I probably would give season uh, one like a four out of ten. And that's being nice, being very nice. Um, but this season, you start off with seeing um, Danny and Colleen with their relationship. Spoiler alert, there's going to be some spoilers in this. So, yeah. But um, you get to see them. They're like living together. They don't have to dojo anymore, but they're just kind of be like a normal couple. Danny even has a job uh, like moving furniture and stuff. And Colleen has a, a normal job as well. Um, you do see the character uh, Mary Walker early on. In in the beginning, her character is very interesting. Um, you see, like the Mary side of her, um, and then you see the whole villain aspect with Joy and Davos. Um, Davos, he was to me. He's I, I really love how his accent and the way he talks and everything is really interesting. But as far as a villain, I don't know. It's like, uh, eh, it's to me. It's like eh, I don't know, maybe. Um, and then Joy, I just feel like the the full potential of her character is has never been really met in the season one or season two. Um, now, with Ward, um, his, his character had a good arc in it, just like it did in season one, I feel like. You get to see a lot with him going to AA or whatever it's called. And then there's this girl that he's, uh has a relationship with that's like the sponsor at the AA meetings and stuff like that. So that's pretty interesting. Um, but once it gets to the thick of things, like once you get to like the middle, cause this, this season actually only had 10 episodes instead of the 13th, which thank the Lord. But after watching this, I feel like they didn't even have enough material for 10 episodes. First I was thinking maybe they had enough for eight. I really don't even feel like they had enough for eight. They probably only had enough material for like six episodes, which is really sad, but it's the truth. Because uh, like in towards the middle of this show, it start, it started to feel like man, it is dragging things out, and you start going into a lot of circles. It's just round and round and round and round, and it's and it just it just kills whatever good that they do with the show. Like they fixed a lot of things with it. Like Danny's character is not annoying as it as he was in the first season. Um, he's more like he was in that episode of Luke Cage, but you know. After a while, it's just like, you know, when you start saying the same things over and over again, it's just going to get old. Colleen's character is really great in this, but, you know, everything, it's not, it's one thing to just go super slow, and another thing just to be going in circles, and this just went in a lot of circles. Uh, Misty's character, um, it, it was cool to have her on here, even though, to me, like, the way that they, in you know, put her in here it really didn't seem that genuine, or it was like... Uh, I don't know if they could have made a better excuse for her to be on the show, even though I feel like she did help as much as she could. Um, Overall, it's definitely better than season one, but man, it still has a whole lot of work to be done with this show. Um, They did a good job, though, of ending it in the last episode, and it kind of got interesting, like, um, because spoilers, um, Colleen kind of towards the end gets kind of like her own version of the Iron Fist, cause Davos had it and they were trying to get it back from him. So it's like Danny doesn't even have the Iron Fist. So I was thinking, man, this show's called the Iron Fist and it's gonna end this season without him even having it. But towards like the the very end it shows him like having both fists be like the Iron Fist. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? So that was kind of cool. The the relationship between Danny and Colleen's kinda of in a weird place but overall man (coughs) excuse me it kind of seems like i don't even know if they should continue with iron fist like i feel like he's i like his character but they can't i feel like they have been unsuccessful in getting a good villain and i feel like that's really the main issue because um when you look at these other marvel netflix series the best seasons have been when they've had good villains like you think of daredevil season one and two They had great villains, with like Fisk, uh, Punisher, Elektra, great villains. Uh, Season one, Jessica Jones, you had a good villain. Luke Cage, first half of season one, you had a great villain. Other than that, really, you really haven't had good villains. And I feel like when you don't have a good villain, it's hard to stretch that junk out over 13 episodes or even 10. Um, I feel like the format of Daredevil season two is the best one for these Shows to follow because you had, you kind of had two villains, but you kind of focus. They kind of focus on Punisher for like the first four, and then boom, Elektra shows up, and then you get like four episodes, four or five episodes focused on her, and then towards the end, everything kind of comes together. But um seems like they were kind of trying to do that with Iron Fist with the Mary Walker character and um, and Davos, but it just to me it didn't work like in the first couple of episodes, the Mary Walker character was really interesting. Or maybe even three or four. But then after a while, I was just like, oh my goodness. This is so this is so lame. Lame idea. Um, The, the actor, if she did as best as she could, I felt like, um, but I don't know. I feel like Iron Fist really needs, if they want to have another season, like this was an improvement, but it's like pretty much going from like and F to a D-minus or something like that, or D, D, maybe D+. plus. So, you know, it's still got some ways to go. And um I know people have talked about Heroes for Hire, and it's kind of interesting because I think in uh, real life, the comic books didn't do good for Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and that's when they put them together and did Heroes for Hire. But I feel like uh, Luke Cage just good enough and it has its own audience, Um, And I really liked that episode of Luke Cage when Iron Fist was on there. Maybe they can do something where Iron Fist is just on a lot of Luke uh, Cage. But I would think maybe it would be better to kind of have, maybe it would be cool if like the next season of Iron Fist is pretty much like Heroes for Hire and Daughters of the Dragon. So you have like Misty and Colleen teaming up all the time and then you have Luke Cage and Iron Fist teaming up pretty much through the whole show because other than that man it was it was very hard to keep my attention through this and in the beginning i was really excited i thought that they had fixed all the problems with the new showrunner the fighting was better though i'll tell you that much because the fighting in the first season was horrible the fighting in this season was a lot better not as good as Daredevil but a whole lot better um what we kind of expected it to be um i don't know though like i really like i still there's still some things I like about this, but I don't know. I feel like maybe Iron Fist would be better off as, you know, playing second fiddle in some of these other Marvel Netflix shows rather than having his own show. Um, thank God that they ended it somewhat good for next season, but I don't know what they're gonna do. But yeah, overall, I gave the. I feel like I gave the first season a four out of ten, being nice. I feel like I'd give this one. I was going to say 6 out of 10, but I feel like that's being too nice. I guess I'll go with a 5 out of 10 for this. Um I guess I would only recommend it if you were um if you're like a big Iron Fist comic book fan and you're disappointed in season 1, I watched this season 2 um because it was an improvement or if you just you know, you just like the Marvel Netflix shows and you're disappointed in season 1. This this is an improvement, but don't expect it to be like It didn't go from (coughs) bad to being as good as Jessica Jones Season 1 or Daryl Devil Season 1. Nah, it wasn't that good, but it was an improvement. (coughs) All right, so this kind of makes me want to talk about what Marvel uh, should do with these Netflix shows going forward. Um, Ten episodes was better than 13, but Lord Jesus, it still was... Like I said, I really feel like Iron Fist season two could have been six episodes. The first season probably could have been six, too, with the material that they had. They really just didn't have enough material. Uh, But the main focus, I feel like, should be for them going forward is, hey, we need to make sure we get the right villain. And maybe villains, too. Because if you're not, I feel like if if, if they're going into these shows and they know that the villain is not as good as, like, Fisk or, like, Punisher they need to get multiple villains. And even though this one had multiple villains, in the stop with these villains that ain't really villains and all, you know, get get a real good villain, you know what I mean? And get a couple of them, especially if you if you don't have enough to stretch out over, you know, 13 episodes or 10 episodes. Um but I don't know. I really feel like the only show that maybe should keep the 13 well shows cuz I'd get Punisher and uh, Daredevil are still really good. I feel like they can keep the 13 episodes. But outside of that, you might want to think about giving everybody 8 or 10 episodes. Um, Iron Fish should go down to like 6 or 8, man. But yeah, they they need to maybe cut down on the episode amount. And uh, they need to, to make the villains a whole lot better. They got to work on it. That should be their main focus, in my opinion, to make the show interesting enough to to watch the 13 episodes because jessica jones really did not have a villain at all and then the the story that they had with that mom thing they definitely could have thrown thrown in another villain with that to kind of help that out and they they did not do that so um i'm still looking forward uh to uh daredevil season three because i i loved season one and season two i still think daredevil's the best out of all of these including punisher but I think it barely edges out Punisher, because Punisher was really good, and I wasn't expecting it to be, but I'd give Punisher number two. Probably number three, I'd go with Luke Cage, and then go Jessica Jones, and then Iron Fist. Um, the the Defender show, I don't know where I'd rank it, and all uh, those, cause somewhere somewhere towards the middle, uh, but I uh, don't know. this. Um, they're going to have to definitely work on this, this villain thing, in a major way but um, maybe thinking about but man they need to start doing something because they do 10 episodes and then it's like they can't fit that like maybe they just to tell these writers you need to write like you know you're going to do 13 episodes and then try to fit it in 10 because there's like too much dead space on these shows where it's just like they're going in circles and it's like okay we've heard this a million times like come on let's get it so um, some of the and I think Like, with with Daredevil and uh, Punisher, I feel like the side characters were were a lot more interesting to the point where you really wanted to get to know them a lot. Um, And you didn't mind when the episode kind of was just focusing on them and not the main character. Uh, These other shows, like Iron Fist and Luke Cage, mm, not so much. Like, with Iron Fist, I love uh, Colleen and... uh, Ward's story is kind of cool but other than that I'm like I don't care about all these other characters and uh, with Luke Cage I like Misty but after that it can kind of get boring with all those other characters And they, it, you know it's kind of the same with everybody with everybody else it might be one character that you care about outside of the main but you know they, the other ones can be kind of boring so and they're, they're going to have to really uh, focus on that I don't even know why Disney would try to Bring these shows to their own streaming platform in the next couple years. Just keep these things on uh, on uh, Netflix. But um, I do feel like uh, Marvel's gonna have to step up their game though with these with these shows. All right, so my reaction slash review of the second Creed two trailer. Um, I thought it was an awesome trailer. First of all, um, they've done a good job with these two trailers of uh of making sure like one, they've uh they made the trailers look similar to what we got in the first Creed movie. At the same time, they're making me really excited to go see it like it's one of those sequels to the Rocky movies. Um and what I mean by that is that the a lot of the Rocky sequels kinda were more on the entertainment spectrum versus like like, the first Rocky was more just like, it was just a great film and a great story. So, this one seems like it's going to be really entertaining with the fights and then what's at stake. Um, but they also kind of seem like they have that grittiness and that realism flavor that you got from that first Creed, which is which is great. If they can truly have a marriage between those two, I think it'll be good. Um, you know, at first, a lot of people, I think, were... You know, a little skeptical about this one because, um, one, Ryan Coogler not directed this one. He's supposed to be an executive producer or listed as a producer. I, even, I haven't seen him I officially listed as a producer or anything yet. Um, but they have Stephen Caple Jr. directing this movie, and he's really only done one other movie, The Land. I think he did this movie, just kind of like a documentary that's on Netflix. I haven't watched that, though. The Land was a pretty good movie with a good story to it. Um, not as good as anything like Ryan Coogler's done, um, but still pretty good. But these trailers look really good. And what I've heard from him in uh, interviews is that he's really wanting to focus on the relationships in the film and then not and making sure that the Drago's are just not just straight up bad guys, which sounds really good and what I want to hear. So, um, that, you know, a lot of people that I've been bringing up, they think Rocky might die in this. I hope not. I feel like it would be too early. I did see something where he said in the interview that he was going to do this and he might do a Creed 3 and that would be it for him. But I think it would be too early for him to die in this this movie. Uh, I'm still going off of my original um, idea of what this movie is going to entail. Uh, you might want to consider this a spoiler alert. But I think in the beginning of the movie is going to start with him fighting the Danny stuntman Wheeler to get Uh, the championship belt, then you're probably going to see a lot going on with what is going on with his family and his uh, relationship with Bianca and what's update with Rocky. Then I think you're going to get that challenge from Victor Drago, Ivan Drago's son. Rocky's going to tell him not to do it. He ain't going to be down with it. I think he's going to fight anyways on his own with Little Duke. Uh, Then I think he's going to get his butt handed to him, and then eventually Rocky's going to help him training in to fight him again. So, we'll see. I don't know. Some things I saw in this trailer, I was like, oh, I don't know. I might be wrong here. That, maybe that's not how it exactly happens, but I definitely think that there's going to be two fights with uh, with Drago in this movie, which I think is pretty good. I feel like... Feel, it seems like you're going to get, like, three big fights in this movie uh, compared to, like, all the other Rockies. The most you would usually get is two. So, um, even though, hopefully... Uh, they don't make that little fight in the beginning, just like a little montage with him fighting other fighters too. I hope it's, you know, a little truncated fight, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I feel I feel like this movie has the potential though to make more money than any of the other Rockies you know ever has. So um, I feel like that that first weekend is going to be at least fifty million plus. Um, the the first Creed made twenty nine million and it was just came out. I think i think it was thanksgiving weekend then when it and that was in november so i think it was a thanksgiving weekend but it did 30 million and people you know a lot of people knew about the movie but people weren't really sure they were like oh god another rocky and things like that they heard the reviews so they were wanting to go see it but this you know coming off of the first creed and it doing really well being critically acclaimed rebooted the series then you got this one. You throw in the uh, the Drago element, so it kind of makes it like it's a sequel to Rocky Four too, which was the most popular movie other than the, the original, in the first you know in the Rocky series. And then you know, and then you got uh, you know Sylvester Stallone, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan has grown uh, as far as an actor and grown as far as you know how much people know him now from being you know in Black Panther. So. I feel like this movie could be a big box office success. And then, you know, so we should be getting a Creed 3, hopefully, if the movie's good. I think it just has to be decent, I feel like, and you can get a Creed 3. Um, I would like, though, for the third Creed for, um, for like, Ryan Coogler to be able to come back, though. I think that'd be great. And for him to come back on the writing end because... Uh, you know, I don't know, but I think having I'm gonna have to see Creed 2 to see how I really feel about that. Because I did feel like it was kind of rushed for them to go ahead sh- go straight to the Drago thing in this Creed movie. I feel like that would probably have been a good story for Creed 3. But if they pull it off, well, whatever. But, you know, I don't Because then with Sylvester Stallone writing, you know, this movie and then bringing back the Drago's, I think he might think a little bit more too much about his character Rocky versus the Adonis Creed character but you know like I said these are some things that you have to wait to see the movie to really you know see how that goes Uh, but overall though I'm excited I'm probably gonna see the first night available I would definitely be going to see this movie Um, I think the tickets come out November 2nd so I'm gonna be all over that it's the only movie I'm really looking forward to that's coming out for the rest of this year that I can think of Um, so yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully we get a Creed three and, uh, hopefully every actor is on their a game. Um, I think they will be. And another thing is because for Steven Campbell jr. Um, another reason why I think this movie has some potential to be really good. You know, he's only done indie stuff, small things, some episodes some TV shows. So he's going to want to make sure he does a really good job on this film. So he gets other shots So I feel like he's definitely going to be putting his heart and soul in this, kind of like Ryan Coogler did with the first Creed. So, you know, I I think it's going to be good. You know, so we'll see.